On today's episode, we are going to take a look at what many consider the top three upcoming e-commerce companies. A lot of people compare them to the next Amazon. The first one we're going to take a look at is C Limited. C has yet to report earnings, but has done amazing returns to investors. The second one is going to be Mercado Libre. This one did just report earnings earlier this week and is up after earnings. And the third one is going to be Jumia, um, Jumia, which is down a nice amount after earnings. So we're going to see that not all these e-commerce businesses, e-stocks are in, are, the, are in the same state of their life. So in today's episode, it's going to be broken down into the following. First, we're going to take a look at just stock price performance. And we're also going to take a look at what each of these stocks do. What, what markets do they hit and where do they hit these markets? Even though they are all e-commerce business, they also all have something differential among them. The second thing we're going to take a look at is their future growth. What type of how strong is the revenue expected to grow in the upcoming years? Are they profitable right now or are they expected to be profitable soon? The third thing we're going to take a look at is their balance sheet. Try to see if they are do they have a strong balance sheet if they're not making any money i'm gonna be extra extra tough on them and make sure that they have enough cash at hands to be able to survive while they're not profitable and finally the last thing is just gonna be my thoughts my what i'm thinking of doing within all these stocks um so that's today's episode and like always, if you are new to my channel, if you are a long-term investor, if you want to learn more about growth stocks, make sure to hit that subscribe button. To all my returning viewers, like always, thank you for the support. Make sure to hit the thumbs up. Make sure to let me know in the comments, are you guys bullish on any of these companies, SE, Mercado Libre, or Jumia? Um, and also, you, know, you guys know, if you guys ever need to get in contact with me, the YouTube comments is the best place, but you can also follow me on Twitter. I do have a free Discord channel as well, where I post all my portfolios and everything. And I do have a weekly newsletter at josenaharo.com. Everything I provide is free, but remember, I am by no means a professional, so none of this should be taken as advice. Make sure to talk to a financial advisor before doing any form of investing. And before we continue with today's episode, a huge shout out to Q, to Peggy, and France. They are my first memberships for this YouTube channel. That means they are supporting the channel, even though all the information that I provide is free. And from my portfolio to my Discord channel to all these videos, nothing here I charge for anything. They still went ahead and supported the channel. And if you guys want to support the channel, make sure to hit that join button. All right, so let's start off with C. C is the only one that has not reported earnings. Earnings for C is expected to be August 18th, so sometime next week. And if you guys want me to do a video on that, let me know in the comments. So C right now is sitting at $128 stock price. But like I always say, the stock price means nothing. What we really want to see is the market cap. What is this company really valued at? C at the moment has a market cap of $59 billion next let's take a look at mercado libre this is ticker m-e-l-i and this one has a market cap of 56.92 so the market cap between mercado libre and c are, are really close so to me i i i do expect and i i have done research on both of them they are both in similar stages in their business right they, they and we can tell that by the valuation the third one is Jumia, and this one is in a whole different ballgame. This one has a market cap of $1 billion. 
So in theory, this is about 50 times smaller than the other two we took a look at. So this is one thing that I think investors should always take a look at. Try to understand where they're at in their business, right? The market valuation doesn't really show you much, but if two companies are, are worth similar like we see mercado and 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 see it means that they're most likely in similar positions in their life right now with the business when i see a company like uh jumia which is ticker j m i a this one has a market cap of 1 billion 50 times lower so it's not in the same stage very similar to amazon right amazon's over 1 trillion dollars i'm not going to compare these companies to amazon because amazon is in a whole different ball game so this is the first thing i want to make sure to understand it's always take a look at the market cap try to compare it to its peers and try to understand why it's at that level so right maybe the growth that we're seeing in cm mercado libre is not being seen in in jumia um and that's why we saw a drop after hours and we are gonna uh, after their earnings and we are gonna take a look at their drop so we can see since let's take a look in the past six months in the past six months c which is ticker se has returned 163 percent to investors melly ticker um m-e-l-y has returned very similar uh actually no has returned 57 percent to investors so it, it's it hasn't been as strong as, as c but it's still pretty high but all of them have been in the market and then if we take a look at jumia i'm hoping i'm saying it right has has gone up 133 percent but if you bought um jmia at its peak you are down about 33 around 35 percent so you you lost about one third of your portfolio already if you did buy at the top but if you purchased on just two months ago you are swimming in green right now in any of these companies so congratulations to all the long-term investors all right so now that we see their stock price we saw their market cap and we saw the returns that they have for investors let's try to look at what each how each of these e-commerce differ so let's start off with c c right now to me if i may be honest is one of my favorites because it's the one i know the most about and if you guys want to check out a full in-depth video on any of these i will definitely make sure to post them on the description but if not make sure to just check out my channel i have done one i had done one on c where i do a full analysis i've also just recently did one on mercado libre jumia is the only one i haven't done but if you guys want me to do one make sure to let me know all right so let's start off with c i'm just going to do a quick explanation of what market they hit and what what type of, of products they have so c is a e-commerce platform in southeast asia and taiwan um so they hit they hit a, a lot of markets like like singapore india indonesia taiwan so all different types of south uh, of countries in the southeast asia and taiwan region and the three products that they have is the first one is the main product we're talking about is shopee which is their e-commerce business and this again very similar to um to what amazon is where you you can sell your you can sell third-party items through there um and you can you have like a delivery system everything that goes through an e-commerce platform that's what shopee is next we have c money c money is their fintech program it's very similar to what i would cut uh, what i would consider like a square a paypal type system um where you can you can use their their e-wallets you can pay through different to different applications with c money 
And the third one is Garena. Garena is their esports, their e-gaming platform. And to me, this is my favorite thing about C. C hits all the markets that I'm very bullish on. I'm very bullish in e-commerce. I'm very bullish in fintech. And I'm very bullish in esports and the gaming platform. The valuation is something we may have to take a look at later on. But they are in markets I believe are, are pretty bullish. Next, let's take a look at Mercado Libre. So Mercado Libre is very similar to C in, in certain aspects, except they hit most of Latin America countries. They hit company, countries like Brazil, Mexico. Um, they hit Argentina. Uh, uh, let's see. They hit a lot of Central Americans. If we go to MercadoLibre.com, uh, we can see a lot of the other company uh, countries that they hit but i think the three main ones that they do that they talk about is mexico argentina and brazil those are their biggest biggest but they look they have colombia they have they're all in latin america so that's how they differ from c they also hit different markets so the similar markets that they have to see is they have the commerce business and they have the fintech business mercado, mercado libre c might have a platform like this but it seems like Mercado Libre has a more established platform in their shipping. So they, it, it, when I mentioned how C had like was a mixture of of Amazon's e-commerce of Square, and it was also a mixture of some form of gaming platform. Mercado Libre has the platforms very similar to Amazon. It has the platform very similar to Square or PayPal, and then it has the shipping industry, which is very similar to like UPS or so. And the main reason they do this is because in they don't want to be they don't want to be reliable to other shipping platforms in their countries and some of these countries might not have a, a, a fully developed shipping commerce shipping business all over the countries so to not rely on other companies they decided to create their own platform so like i mentioned so we saw c is in southeast asia mercado libre is in latin america and then we have Jumia, I'm, I'm hoping I'm saying this right to what I believe it, I am not saying right. But this one is an African e-commerce. So this is, it, they definitely, if we take a look later on, if you guys want me to do a full analysis, we can see all the different countries that they hit. Um, but they hit all parts of, of Africa, from North America, from North Africa, South Africa, East to West Africa. And they tell you the countries that they're in. And now about about Jumia, they tell you they are a le the leading Pan African e-commerce platform. They do marketplace, they do logistics services, and they do payment services. So very similar to. So here, one thing I want to say. I mentioned three things. I mentioned marketplace, logistics services, and payment services. I didn't mention logistics for the other three platforms because that's already included in their e-commerce. Here, I, I guess Jumia just wanted to show that they're in different platforms as well. But the logistics and marketplace are very similar to what we saw in C and very similar to what we saw in Mercado Libre. They are also in the fintech. So we can see all of them are very similar. I do like C a little bit more because it has that gaming aspect. Um, but all of them do have that e-commerce and that fintech business. And here, if you want to go check out their website, let me zoom in for you guys so you can see. Um, so you can see a little better. They kind of explain what the different products they do in the marketplace. Um, they do everything from restaurant food delivery, hotel and flight bookings, classified advertising, airtime recharge, and instant delivery. Um, so 
if you need to add some data to your phone you can do it through them to add time rechargeable time rechargeable minutes to your cell phones and then the logistics is very similar to what all the platforms and the jumia Pie is again very similar to all the other platforms in the fintech world so again all of them are very similar the great thing is they're all in different markets and they are in markets where amazon at the moment is not is not truly truly strong there so a lot of them are, are taking advantage right now that amazon is not in some of these countries and they're building up that reputation right now so if amazon which i'm pretty sure would try to come in any sometime in the future they already have a name for themselves they already have a customer base all right so now that we understand what they do let's take a look at their expected growth so let's start off with C. C is right now, its revenue is expected to grow 27.6% on average annually for the next three years, right? This doesn't mean for the next three years it'll grow 27%. Some year, a year, this year might grow 50%, the next year might be 20%, and the year after that might be like 5%. But on average, within the next three years, annually is expected to grow 27 This is faster than the industry, which is 13.9, and this is faster than the market, which is 95 so any company that is growing over 20%, many consider a high growth stock. And to be growing faster than the industry and faster than the market, that is showing that it's, it's, a, it's not only a growth stock, but it's also a growth stock in its industry. Next, when we take a look at earnings, C is growing its earnings faster than the industry and faster than the market in similar time, right? Their, their earnings forecast growth is expected to be 65% on average annually for the next three years where the industry is 44 percent and the market is 25 percent normally when i see a company's earnings growing faster than the industry and the market it only means one thing that right now they're most likely not profitable and they are expected to become profitable within the next three years and right going from unprofitable to profitable and getting those profits higher and higher each year usually jump in high percentage because you're jumping little values um, and we can see here right now C is not profitable. They are not expected to be profitable until the end until the mid of 2022. This is when the line crosses into profitable. But by the end of December 30th of 2022, analysts expect this to finally be a profitable country a company. So C has really it has really strong revenue growth and it is expected to be profitable within the next three years. Next, let's take a look at Mercado Libre. Mercado Libre is also growing at those fast levels. 29.4% annually for the next three years. It's revenue where the industry is 16.7 and the market is 9.5. So again, this is a fast grower in revenue and is beating. It's a fast grower within this market, its industry as well. Very similar to C, we see it's expecting its earnings growth to be a lot higher. 65.6% growth annually on average for the next three years where the industry is 33 where the market is 24. i'm gonna be safe to assume that melly uh, is very similar to c and yes look for the upcoming for the upcoming year melly is not expected to be profitable until the year uh, until the end of 2020 so until the end of this year they are expected to be profitable um but very very low margins and this is normally what you see in the e-commerce so what we see with melly with melly we see it being a little bit more profitable uh, being profitable faster than c but we see it growing at a fast rate very similar to c but this is actually growing a little bit faster where revenue for melly is growing at 29.4 percent annually on average 
and for the next three years c is growing 27.6 both really fast but i just want to say melly is growing a little bit faster i don't want you guys saying that i'm just a c bull right uh, I'm, I'm trying here i'm just looking at numbers and even though i might say c is my favorite i'm here showing the numbers and that's all that matters next let's take a look at my jumia jumaya i am i am pretty sure i'm saying this i've said it so many different ways ticker jmia this one is expected to grow its revenues at 23.5 so it's still annually for the next three years so it's still growing faster than the industry and it's still growing faster than the market but it's growing slower when we compare it to c and when we compare it to melly earnings are growing but growing at a slower pace compared to the industry and the market and i can see something here that jmia it's not expected to be profitable within the th next three years it's it within the next four years analysts still expect this company to be burning money so we can see they are they're all in different stages in their life and this is things we need to take a look at when investing in country companies like this so it's still a fast grower but it's not expected to be or profitable anytime soon all right so the next thing i want to take a look at is their balance sheet and and i think after the balance sheet is just my thoughts on on these companies and which ones I, I i really like or if i like any or if i hate any um so next let's start off with c see their balance sheet right now they and here i'm just going to do something really quick i just want to take a look at their cash right now and compare it to how much debt they have the things we saw is none of them are expected to be profitable the worst one we saw was, was JMIA, which is not expected to be profitable anytime soon. The other two are expected. So the first thing I want to make sure is they have enough cash compared to debt to be able to survive not being profitable for some time. So that's the first thing I want to take a look at. So first, we're going to take a look at C. C has about $2.6 billion of quick cash. They have $1.4 billion of debt. This is a mixture of short-term debt and long-term debt. But regardless of that fact, they have enough cash and short-term investments to pay off its total debt and still have plenty of cash left over. So to me, that's a great thing. Next, let's take a look at Melly. Melly has about $2.8 billion of cash and has about $1.2 billion of debt. It has a little bit more cash than C and it has a little bit less debt than, than C as well. So this one has a better balance sheet in my opinion. And again, very similar. It, it has plenty of cash to pay off its total debt. So that to me is another, a, another, another good balance sheet. The next one we're going to take a look at is JMIA. And this one I'm going to be a little bit harder on because they do are they're not expected to be profitable anytime soon so i want to make sure that they have a lot more cash than their debt and it's looking really good for them right now they have only 200 million dollars of cash or short-term investments but we can see they are in a different stage they don't have the amount of money that c has they don't have the amount of money that melly has but look they have no debt and they and here we can see in simply wall street it tells us they have had no debt for the past five years so that to me is is pretty impressive it, it this is a great balance sheet for a company that's not expected to be profitable so so that to me gives me some it gives me at least some hope in this con in this company because even though it's not profitable it doesn't have debt to worry about it has cash so it can it can it can keep moving chugging along 
All right, so now those are the three things we wanted to take a look at in today's episode. All right, so now my thoughts. The first thing I want to say is we noticed that two of these companies are in very similar stages in their life where one of them is not. And this can can really this really determines how they will go in my portfolio. And right, my portfolio, my investment style might be completely different than yours. So um, these are just my thoughts. Melly and C. Both of them are ones that I especially see. See for me because it is in the e-commerce, because it is in the e-payment, and because it is in the e-gaming. It's one that I can easily see in my top ten holdings, and at the moment, it is on my top ten holdings. Melly is one that I can see very similar to C. I personally prefer C over Melly, but not by much. Melly would definitely hit, would probably hit like my top twenty for sure, maybe my top fifteen um very similar market um the only thing is because it's not in that in the e-gaming business it's not in that final business that i'm really really bullish on if it was it would be right up there with with c and one of my favorite companies right now but it's still showing very strong growth it has a very strong a growth faster than c it has a stronger balance sheet than c um so even though it's not in the markets i'm in within the markets it is in i feel like it's a bit stronger than c Finally, we're going to take a look at, at J, uh, JMI. This one, completely different position compared to the other ones. So this one, I, I would say, is for me a little, a, a lot more risky than the other two. The other two might be risky because they are volatile. So it's important not to get emotional with volatile stocks. But at the, I'm looking for long-term investments. For all three of these companies, I feel if they continue in the path they're going, and all three can end up being multi-baggers for me. The only thing is, I feel like JMIA is a little bit more risky than the other two. All of them are going to be very volatile, and we're seeing them very right now. C has gone as high as 150 and dropped as low as 100 in the past 100 and something in the past month or two. Um, and and Melly is the same way. JMI has dropped a lot. And we can see, right, it, they are all in different markets. They are all in different stages. But to me, right, Jemaya is definitely not one that would make it in my top 20, maybe not even my top 30 um, stocks in my portfolio. But C would definitely hit my top 10. Um, Melly would hit for sure my top 20. Jumia is one that I, 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 I would have and I am going to add a bit more onto um, to maybe get it to like my top 30 type holdings. They're all in similar markets and right now um, my investment style is a dollar cost average to build up a position so obviously cml are ones that i would buy more often compared to jmi but i i personally like them all at the moment one thing i did not talk about which i want to talk about right now is the reason jmi stock dropped a lot during their earnings and the main reason they dropped a lot is right now due to the whole COVID-19, everybody, all these e-commerce have been doing amazing, right? They're showing a lot more uh, uh, better results than, than, than expected. And the main way you can, you can kind of metra, um, see the overall standard of e-commerce is seeing how many products are sold through that platform. If you're seeing an increase in growth in those platforms, it means more and more people are selling there and more people are buying there. Melly showed an increase, showed a strong increase of products sold in their platforms. C at the moment hasn't reported earnings, so that's something we are going to expect it to see. 
but JMIA actually saw a decrease of items compared to the same times last year of value, not items of value sold this quarter compared to the same time last year. So people were saying, hey, this was supposed to be an e-commerce. This was supposed to be a bulletproof COVID-19 stock that was supposed to show amazing results, but it didn't. And I do believe that is the main reason this company is down. So like always, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Like always, make sure to hit the likes, make sure to hit the thumbs up, make sure to let me know in the comments what you think. And again, thank you for those that signed up for the membership. It means a lot that you believe that I bring some form of value to you guys, that you are willing to support the channel. So thank you so much. Have a good day and take care.